Hi there. Welcome to the Market Maven podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Dylan Jensen, a fashion designer turned farmer's market director, a social media specialist, and small business advocate. In this podcast, we peel back the layers of farmer's markets, diving into the why behind the 10 by 10 tents, showcasing the roots behind the organizations, and connecting those in our communities through education, stories, and more. Tune in this season to learn about how my job is weird, but worth it, bringing produce and powerful stories to the people. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number 33 of the Market Maven podcast. I don't even have a title yet. I'm recording this kind of on the fly. It was not my intention to have a podcast episode this week, but here we are. I'm really excited actually about the other interviews and things that I have slated for this week. I'm like fully front loading December by getting some out of the way on Friday with three different amazing guests, and I'm really excited to share those, but I figured that this week was kind of worthy of a podcast, and sometimes I just have to get out of my own head to know that I have a plan. I woke up this morning, grabbed some coffee, what would I talk about? And sure enough, within five minutes, I had a little outline that I can go by. So this is kind of a check-in. I know I did a whole episode on the off-season and kind of what that means and how there really isn't an off-season, but there's definitely a slowing down. My calendar is absolutely getting lighter with work engagements. I'm definitely filling it up with other things that I want to do meeting up with friends for coffee on, you know, days that I previously couldn't do those things, you know, Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays, and then Mondays and Tuesdays are usually accounting and running all over the place and taking care of things for market. But as my calendar opens up, it fills up with the things that fill my cup, the things that I'm not able to do during the regular season as much. So right now it's full or getting full with coffee dates and holiday parties and outings and excursions and just things that I'm able to actually say yes to. Last minute road trips with a good girlfriend up to Whidbey Island to stay the night. I mean, these are things that during the summer and even in the springtime, there's no way I can just say yes. And usually there's no way that I have a weekend free because I just fill my extra time with the things I want to do in the hopes that there is some sort of balance as I'm in market season. And so... That led me to think about boundaries and how they are perceived and how they are received. I think that as women, our boundaries definitely fluctuate and they fluctuate per person that we're interacting with or per work situation. And oftentimes I think that women's boundaries are definitely not taken as seriously. That's not to say that men don't have the same problems. So any of my guy listeners, not trying to dog on you, but I think historically women's boundaries or women creating time for themselves and solo time or downtime or like the book that I'm listening to on audiobook, um, finding your unicorn space, unicorn space time, whether that's painting or cooking or exercising or any of those types of things, those things are our unicorn spaces. They are the things that like fill us up and ensure that we are thriving and happy and joyous and kind of just like feeding our souls. So I think that when we start to talk about boundaries, there's boundaries surrounding 
protecting your unicorn space or your pleasure time or your leisure time. And then there's boundaries around everything else. You know, family relationships, we just had Thanksgiving. So obviously there was probably a lot to do with boundaries around family and the things that you will and won't do. But also just boundaries in general, I think, are often received as rigidness when in reality, boundaries are the absolute best gift that we can give ourselves. It is creating space for ourselves. It's allowing us to sit with something and realize if we want to take that on or if we don't. And also if we do not have the headspace or the energy or the physical energy, any of those things, setting a boundary is 100% okay. I've joined a challenge that's the anti-resolution challenge with Heather Ash Amara of Warrior Goddess Training. And holy cow, just day one was really, really intense. Just a 11-minute video where we talk about, you know, boundaries and why they are a gift and how they can be received as bitchiness or, like I said, rigidness and like a lack of wanting to do something when that's not what they are. They are fully allowing ourselves the space and the time that we need. And I think in general, society, women and men, are so used to just completely overlooking their boundaries and completely steamrolling their boundaries and saying yes to everything. I can get it done. I'll take care of it. The deadline is fine, even though it's not fine. Like, it's really not fine. So I think that this time of year is a great time of year to look at boundaries, especially for market directors. You know, we are experiencing an off-season per se. I always use that word with air quotes, by the way. And so when I'm asked if I can do a meeting in December, I've actually said no. I have said, nope, I'm not scheduling any meetings until January. Now, yes, there have been a few here and there, but the things that really require my full mental attention and you know, strategies and planning and all that kind of stuff, those are January problems. They are something that I do not have the headspace for, or maybe I think I do, and then January will come around and we will get in the full swing of planning for markets. And I will realize that I didn't take the time that I needed right now to fill my soul with the things that I want to spend time with and not the things that I should or need to or have to. It can wait until January. In previous years, I have taken a vacation. Last year, I went to Italy around this time. And while that in and of itself takes a whole bunch of mental energy, it allowed me to create an out-of-office response that was literally, I will not have access. I will not be checking. We can talk about this in January because when I get back, I have family visiting and it's Christmas and we kind of get into that whole busyness there. So boundaries are a gift. And I hope that any of you listeners that have heard me talk through all 32 of these episodes can realize that it has taken me a long time to get to the space that I am now with boundaries and with saying no, with saying I don't think that's a good idea or I need to put this off a little longer until I have the time to fully experience it and fully understand and strategize and work with you on it. I think that it is a huge life lesson. I wish I had learned it much, much earlier, but you know, we look back on things and they wouldn't have left us to where we are today. So sure, it would be great if I had learned this earlier, 
but I'm learning it now and that's what's important. I'm not dead, so there's still plenty of life to lead with boundaries. Of course, when I say things are January problems, that doesn't mean that I'm not looking at emails, monitoring Facebook pages, answering little questions when they come up because I can. It takes a few minutes, and while I realize those minutes can add up to a day, I also don't want to have January, have my inbox, you know, 300,000 emails to check and go through when I could just simply take a few minutes here and there. But don't get stuck in that trap of it's just a few minutes here and there. At a recent meeting that I was at with the new Bloss Golden Elite members, somebody said, we are absolutely in charge of our phones. And they were referring to when we get into these group chats and if you leave it for like a day, you have hundreds of messages to scroll through just to catch up. It's okay. It is okay to be in charge of your phone, to not answer every single message that comes through. It's okay. So while I said I might just take a few minutes here and there, I also am trying to be better about managing those types of things where I, I don't have to. I don't have to have fear of missing out because I just don't have to. It's a boundary. It's a boundary that I need right now to calm my system down after another chaotic year. With that being said, there are some things that still take up free rent space in my head. If you joined or saw my story yesterday, you saw that there was a little bit of a frustrating revelation about Lake Stevens and the farmer's market. Now, like I said in my story, and maybe I shouldn't even have shared it because I've already started getting messages like, oh my God, what's happening? Oh my God. I don't know. And I'm sitting with that, that I don't know right now. It will be causing some headspace and rent in my head for the next couple of weeks as I just kind of sit and ponder it. But the gist is the city of Lake Stevens is putting in a roundabout and I'm sure some of you are cringing right now because <laughs> I'm not sure if we take the like lead for a number of roundabouts in our community. I honestly think that we do. <laughs> but yes, they're putting in another roundabout at the corner of 20th and Main. Now, you might also recognize this intersection from where our beloved shuttle mixed shuttle face shuttle number one was hit during the harvest market. So maybe with a roundabout, we won't have T-bone accidents like this. I digress, though. They're putting in a roundabout. As you can imagine, in a small kind of pseudo downtown area, this is going to cause havoc, traffic, road closures, all of that kind of stuff. This is an area that already has traffic and headaches and infrastructure issues. So while I commend the city for wanting to create a solution to have less accidents and definitely less speeding through Main Street, which is a huge problem, I wish that they had maybe, you know, prior planned to prevent poor anything because this is really going to affect more than just the farmer's market. It's going to affect all of the other events that happen at North Cove Park. It's going to affect access to these amazing other small local businesses like Jay's Market and Francisco's. All of these different types of places are going to be severely impacted. So while my problem is my problem, I also recognize the struggle it's going to be for others. And that emotionally creates stress for me because I just feel bad. I feel bad that they can't pick up and move their location, which is essentially what the city is suggesting for this season, that we look at an alternative location for the Lake Stevens Farmer's Market. Now, 
If you've heard me mention moving a farmer's market in my previous episodes, you know that I just immediately call it like the dark times. Obviously, like I said in my story, COVID, that was a whole other nightmare. We're not dealing with that, but I will tell you, moving a farmer's market is one of the hardest things that you can ask a market and the director to do. It requires so much more than you might even think about. Even the suggestions that were sent to me with my email that I got yesterday, the first I've heard of this roundabout and everything, the suggestions like, I'm not even trying to be negative when I email back, but I'm just like, this won't work, this won't work, this won't work. We can look at this, but it requires all of these things. Obviously, when we're talking about these types of things, I am the expert. So they are coming to me for this information and to check and see what will work and what won't work. But I feel like with farmers market directing and management, so many people just don't understand all of the moving parts. I've alluded to this plenty in other episodes, but I just can't stress how much work goes into moving a market. So in my month of downtime and reflection and like hanging out with friends, I now have this bomb that's kind of been dropped and I read the email at first and I was like, okay, whatever. But then the reality of that sunk in and I will say it kind of triggered some of that whole like 2020 moving the farmer's market over to Stalker Farms for Snohomish and just what a chore that was. And really, I was hoping that 2024 would be one of those years that just kind of like ran as a well-oiled machine. It would be so lovely just to have a market season go off without a hitch, but I think in this day and age, that's just not how these things happen anymore. Honestly, ever since 2020, when the world shifted on its axis and we just had to change everything about everything that we do. So I don't know what's going to happen. I'm trying to sit with this right now and not react in ways that I had before, not immediately fight. Of course, I immediately answered the email to kind of put the kibosh on a couple of the ideas and then also talk about some other options, but also the things that we would need and the things that need to be considered. It's kind of like a tarot reading, right? It's like, what's in the past? What's in the present? What needs to be considered before you make a decision? I'm really trying to sit with this right now maybe gather some input, maybe gather some feedback, and maybe just realize that this is the universe saying to me, this is a time to take a break. What would it mean to take a break from this market to put it on hold for a year while everything gets figured out? There's another construction project that's happening down there as well. So maybe this gives us time, energy, and space, and also lets the Lake Stevens community calm the F down while they experience what it's like to not have a farmer's market for a year. That likely could backfire simply because communities don't understand. That's why I have a podcast. People don't understand the work that goes into it or what it means, but they'll assume that the city closed the market down or something like that. As much as they complain about it, it will be missed. I have to think of all of the SNAP and EBT customers, our WIC and Senior Farmer's Market Nutrition Program customers, all of those people that rely on this market for food. So maybe it looks different this year. Maybe it looks like a smaller market in a different space. But again, that is so much work and I need to sit with it and make sure that it is worth that work and worth the energy that I will expend to make sure the market happens for a community that I'm not so sure will appreciate it 
to the full extent that is required for all of this work. So sitting with it, this is kind of stressful. Obviously, it's very stressful. Otherwise, I wouldn't be talking about it. But I am trying to meet stress as I get into my mid-40s and I get into a decade of managing farmer's markets. I'm trying to meet stress with what we call uh, goddess energy in my whole warrior goddess training and less warrior energy. Warrior, obviously, as the name implies, you fight, you stand up, you speak your truth. Of course, all of that is necessary in all aspects of life. But for five, six, seven, eight, nine years, I have met everything with fight, with a bit of a chip on my shoulder, with I can do it better, with that controlling mechanism. Well, yes, you've got to be controlling to a certain extent and organized and type A to a T and sometimes even recovering perfectionism, you can also take a step back and be like, all right, what is the universe trying to say? What is the solution here that is going to continue to support, but also not break me? I don't have to meet everything with a fight. I've learned that much more in the last year than I have ever before. I don't have to fight so hard. I don't have to meet things with that type of energy. I can meet it with, let's explore, let's be curious, let's see where this goes. What does that mean to you when you fight less and open up and just sit with something that's uncomfortable more? I think just like boundaries, we don't like to sit with uncomfortableness. We don't like to sit with something that doesn't make us feel good, that doesn't give us that dopamine hit, that is weird, that is awkward, We are so used to just scrolling on by or doing something different or shifting gears. And it's almost like we've all got a portion of ADHD in our mind where we hit that roadblock or we hit that uncomfortable thing or we see a picture that we don't like and we just delete it and we move on and we take a different selfie or we use a different filter or any of those types of things. So what does it look like when we sit with the uncomfortable? What does that enable and what does it open us up to? What other great thing is sitting on the other side of that uncomfortableness? That's where I'm at right now. That's why I'm taking this time in December to really check in with myself, to do a couple of different types of challenges. I don't do exercise challenges anymore, as I've talked about in my other episodes. Um, But I'm looking into yoga and meditation practices and those types of things in little bite-sized chunks that I can manage right now that don't become another thing to be perfect at, to um, manage, to fill up my time with. So I'd like to leave this episode, and that's kind of why I felt compelled to even do this episode, was to talk about boundaries, how they're perceived, how they're received, what a gift they are, and then also talk about that uncomfortableness, that stress, that stuff that we like just kind of feed on almost and what it means to take a step back to take a break again I'm very privileged in that I get to do this right now that I don't have a huge workload I know people that are vendors right now I know that people that rely on the holiday season and work retail all of that kind of stuff don't have that privilege right now but at some point in time you have to give yourself space and time. You have to give yourself boundaries. You have to give others boundary around your time. And you also have to 
sit in the uncomfortable and figure out what it takes to take the next step forward to do the next thing and what's right what is the next right thing you don't know that unless you can actually sit down and think about it and allow yourself that space and time to do the right thing for you that's what i've got for you today i appreciate you listening to my very unscripted um, very unedited episode and i hope that it helps especially around the holiday season and all of the different things that are going on be you set your boundaries lean into your story lean into the uncomfortableness and see what happens next thank you so much for listening to this episode of the market maven podcast you can find out more about what I do and the markets I manage at www.yourmarketmaven.com. Like what you've listened to? I'm proud to offer my episodes at zero cost and ad-free. Maybe that's worth a cup of coffee to you. Maybe it's worth a couple of bucks just because. I love bringing these stories to you and they take time, energy, and editing. A few dollars to show the love is always appreciated. My Venmo link is in the show notes. See you at the market.